welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. This is Dave and Sharon from Feet First Reflexology. And you're listening to Full Circle Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. That was indeed Dave and Sharon from Feet First Reflexology. Mm-hmm. And what a fantastic episode to record. Um, we were missing Julie at the time, but luckily we are I'm back here. together. Julie's yes. here. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. So you missed me. What were you doing? What was keeping you entertained? I was stretching out a bit, so I'm a bit taller now. Okay. Yeah, I've been yogaing today quite a lot, so I got asked to cover a class, um, sort of last minute, and uh, yeah, enjoyed it, but I'll certainly sleep tonight, I think. Yes, yeah. You were missed, Julie, we will say you were missed. Yes. It was hard to sit staring at, well, An I wasn't staring chair. at it, but empty chairs and oh. empty microphones, empty chairs and empty tables. Empty places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that from a musical? It is, it isn't is, it? It is, it's Les so, isn't it, that one? You're not going to break yeah. into another song, are you, Phil? No. This early stage of the uh, proceedings? <laughs> not yet. No, 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 we'll hold it for a bit. Oh, okay. uh, well, I'm back, so, yeah. so I've made it. Good, good. Excellent. Now, Julie, I just wanted to ask you, because you were saying earlier that you've had a little bit of a, a couple of weird things happening recently. I think about four now. So, um, yeah, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah go on then. Okay. Okay, so um, I do healing, I do yoga, I do obviously music, I do all sorts of creative and uh, spiritual things. Uh, and there's a few strange phenomena that have happened over the last sort of 10 days, I would say. Um, so the first one was actually the angel cards. So I was walking uh, the puppy, the new dog, Aria, and we were quite local near to Shinebrook, and we were having a little walk there. And we, the, the dog basically goes up to everyone to say hello mm. and have a fuss. So she went up to this young lad who's sat on the grass, he's reading, and I'm like, oh, Aria, you know, don't, don't run, don't jump. And he's like, no, no, she's fine. So we're there chatting about dogs and different things. And then I noticed he was reading. So just as I was about to leave, I just said, oh, I noticed you're reading. You know, is there anything interesting? And he said, they're angel cards. So I was like, oh, okay, well, so I said, I'm quite interested in things like that as well. So he did me on-the-spot reading, really. I picked a couple of cards out, which I thought was very sweet. And so I said, okay, we're going to be going there. Thank you very much for your kind words and your reading. And then he stood up and he said, um, I want you to have these cards. You need them more than I do at the moment. So, of course, I said, no, I can't take those from you. You know, they're, they're your cards. And he insisted that I took these cards. So I took the angel cards from him as a gift, accepted it, and I've used them a couple of times. And they're a lovely set of cards, aren't they, Phil mm. and Glenn? Mm. You've both got yes. the same We've got them. They are cards. So the, the, they are the angel guide cards and they are the Kyle, uh, one of the Kyle Gray sets, aren't they, Julie? They are. Yeah. So that was the first instance. And then um, last Wednesday, I won't name names for the clients in case they don't wish to be named, but basically I was doing a healing session um, and incorporating the sound, you know, like the singing bowls and things yeah. that I use and the tuning forks. And I've got a quartz tuning fork 
that I got from Glastonbury a few years ago. And I was just using the fork over the lady's head. Uh, anyway, the next minute it just shattered and cut completely in two halfway. Wow. Um, touched the lady's head on the way down and I sort of stood there in shock, thinking, oh dear. So I had to bring uh, the lady back round and ask if she's okay. Um, it's never happened before. There's no logical reason why that tuning fork would have shattered unless mm-hmm. you'd dropped it on the floor or you'd hit it with the wrong tool, that kind of thing. So I did a bit of research and apparently quartz would shatter it between 32 and 35,000 hertz frequency. So something at that particular time during the healing session must have shattered the tuning fork. So that was that phenomenon. So I then did a healing session the night after the Thursday and the lady I was doing a healing session with was bringing in the Egyptian guides, uh, Tutankhamun and Nefertiti and a golden serpent and she felt it was in the same area where the tuning fork had shattered, which was quite unusual Mm. considering that she didn't know anything about the episode the day before. And then I think it was Wednesday night... I started to get static and I couldn't touch the trolley. I went shopping in Mansfield and I was getting electric shocks from the trolley. Wow. <laughs> so there was something going on with my energy yeah. at the moment there. So what do you reckon? So, so <laughs> do you feel that you're, I mean, we we know that we are in in that time of ascension, aren't we, at the minute? But do you think yours is in... in probably the recent weeks, really ascended quite high. Well, something must have happened. And the lady who did um, had the healing session with me on the Thursday, she described it as a conduit of healing. So it's like a conductor of electricity mm. or water. Yeah. Um, and transporting that energy or that water through for healing. Yeah. So I think it must be connected mm. in some shape or form. Um, so there we are. That's that was my week. Yeah. What a week! <laughs> you could write a book out of that. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, quite bizarre. Brilliant. Phenomenon. Is that the Muppet Show? <laughs> yeah, it was. And I think obviously your energies have just gone up there as well now. So can. Can you have any towel? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. Oh. I'm sorry, carry on. Are your energies like that this week, Phil and Glenn? Or is it? Um, I've been told to rest. I've had an enforced oh. day, day and a half of rest. And uh, for me, it was quite unusual because, uh, as you know, I'm uh, like you, Julie, very busy and fill the spaces up. Yeah. And. Uh, I just had to have a day of nothingness. Mm. Mm. And when you're used to being busy all the time, it was so weird because you're having to resist those old habits mm. and sit in that nothingness. And But actually, it, it's quite uh, restorative, very healing. It's, it is healing, isn't it? Mm. And I think people need to stop feeling guilty for having those days mm. where they do nothing. Time off, yeah. Yeah. You become more productive when you do get back into work, I've yeah. noticed as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Bro, okay. Lovely. Nice to have you back, Julie. Thank you. We're going to move swiftly on because we've got a uh, uh, a guest in the wings at the minute. We do. So we are 
um, recording. This is a, a recall episode. So one of our previous guests who things have changed quite a lot for recently as well. Um, so we, it's lovely to have um, this guest back for their 10 year birthday anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, healer, reader, uh, crystal healer. Please welcome back uh, Emily with um, a whole new toolkit uh, mm-hmm. from Pure Pampered, Pure Healing, Emily Leach. Hi, Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. How are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Excellent. We're all feeling uh, happy. We're all all three of us are together again. Yeah. Mm. Because me and uh, Phil just manned a bit lonely, were you? We were in the previous episode, so we're all doing well. Thank you. So, Emma, it it is your ten, ten, ten. Was it yesterday? Your tenth year? No. it's today. Ten, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, ten, ten years, years today. today. Wow. How, yeah. how have it's you celebrated? I, started. Right. Um, I haven't celebrated yet, actually. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Um, I've been working, so I only finished at eight o'clock tonight. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Okay. Where have you been working today? Have you been? Have you had a busy day? Um, no, I've had an off day, so I've only done a couple, um, about three hours um doing my crystal workshop right um, chakra workshop i do on a friday night um i do it as a group or one-to-one yeah so yeah and they have meditations and stuff in with that so it's really nice oh lovely mm. yeah where was that at then emma it's at rhiannon's oh yeah at warsaw okay yeah. good yeah Nice one. And what does that entail, Crystal Workshop? I mean... um... So this workshop, it's all to do with... I started it last September, actually. Yeah, wow. Um, Yeah, and it's grown. um, And it's really nice to do. Um, It's basically... I'm talking to them and introducing them into crystals. Um, It is a nine-week workshop which I know is quite long, but I take them through the process of basically self-crystal healing. Yeah. um, But it's with the chakras. So I talk to them about what's in the chakras, but it's quite deep, this course, because I've I've taken it a bit deeper into letting them know, like, what kind of trauma is actually stored there. Oh, right. Interesting. Yeah, it's a bit more psychology and stuff. Mm. Do you you think that from from when we spoke to you last time, Emma, do you think that your understanding of crystals and crystal healing has developed from them then till now? Mm, The experience. Mm. Yeah, because I've noticed, because it was kind of channeled anyway, this course, Mm. since my involvement a bit more through the year, I've had to actually go back and change a few things on the course. Right. Um, to update it, but actually be more in alignment to what it's supposed to be. What sort of things have you had to change? Um, I've had to, I'm trying to think now, I've had to change a little bit with the root chakra because um, it's more to do with, the actual body itself. Mm. Um, I've had to change little bit snippets about, obviously, when we say negativity, 
I've changed it, took the word negativity out and put positivity in its place because oh, I, I like think we, mm. we invite it in when we say it. Yep, correct. Um, Good one. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just done like little mixtures of changing things when I've done it, but yeah, it's been nice to write something that's yourself, that's from yourself as well, because mm. it's from myself. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they get the crystals. They get an actual chakra pack, basically. So they get three crystals when they come every week. We go on one chakra each week. Um, and then they do a, like a full alignment on the last week. So they get to put all the crystals on them. And then I kind of teach them and say, you can do this as a meditation thing for 10 minutes a day. And they go and they can go off and do it if they wish to. It's up to them whether they carry on the journey or not. Yeah. But I've noticed with the meditations that I do, and the meditations are channeled with spirit as well. Um, and sometimes my voice changes or they just get me saying really nice things. Like they just want the people that come to my course to be happy and to be in peace with themselves and um to be more in present moment and um it's just a nice course and everyone that comes um they've all got better within themselves and they'll tell me each week what's changed for them what's come in for them even one person had really bad anxiety and as soon as she finished the throat chakra she didn't have anxiety anymore it just gone like it disappeared mm. why do you think why do you think that i mean how long's a piece of string what, mm. silly question but do you do you think why do you think that was connected why was the thing why was the throat chakra connected to anxiety um, do you think there's a reason I think for that it's because of um probably maybe emotions being left stored too long yeah um, usually it affects the chest, um, but with this person it was different. It was affecting their throat. Right. Mm. Um, so it was really interesting, and everybody's different. Everybody sees mm. different things. Mm. Some sometimes the meditations are guided. I guide. I do a guidance meditation, so it's healing them at the same time, and they're going on a healing journey. Um, especially when I do the inner child one, they are, and some people find it really hard doing the inner child one, <laughs> um, and some people find it easy. And I think it depends on what what trauma maybe they've got. Yeah, that, it's triggering um, it. Yeah. It's yeah, triggering yeah. them, but it's healing them at the same time. And then sometimes I don't do a guided meditation; I just let them rest. Yeah. But then they go on their own journey. And I don't have to do anything, but they go on their own journey and then they'll tell me about the journey after that they've just been on. Yeah. Um, it depends who who it is in the development in the where they are in their own development. I yeah. guess. But yeah, I've I've done quite a few quite a lot of people now with this course and it's really nice course. Um but yeah, I just yeah. want to get it out there a bit more so people are aware that yeah. it's there. 
with the med- with the meditations, I, I can and I see where you're coming from, Emma. Because like with guided meditations, some people prefer, prefer to have a meditation that's guided from start to finish, and then bring them yeah. back. And but actually, the job of a the job of a meditation guide for me is to start the process and and help somebody get to the point where you can then leave them on their meditation yeah. on, on their yeah. own meditation yeah. yeah i do that sometimes like sometimes i'll do half of the meditation well most of the time i do half the meditation and then all of a sudden i'll let them listen because obviously i've got frequency music on in the background so then i'll leave them to it mm. and let them carry on with the journey and then i have to come back into guidance so i bring them back yeah Otherwise, they're a bit left somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So I have to like bring them back and ground them and stuff when I finish. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, with mm. it being the tenth year anniversary of uh, Pure Pampered Pure Healing, can we ask you how it originally started? So, what mm. were the first sort of what inspired you to start Pure Pampered Pure Healing? So basically, it was my massage. Um, because I did massage therapy. Um, it okay. was that that I started with. Yeah. Um, and it used to be called <laughs> Pure pure Massage. Um, or Massage. At first it was Massage Treatments with Emma, but it wasn't really a fantastic name. Right, um, yeah. People would get the wrong changed, idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I could just got the name Pure Massage. Um and I was with that for ages, but then I noticed that somebody else has called that in London. Okay. Right. Um, so then I had to kind of like change, change it. it. Yeah. And I do the pampered princess anyway. And I just thought, I'm going to stick with pure pampered. And oh. it was that for a while. So what's but the pure pampered princess for, for the listeners that yeah. are listening? Uh, so pampered princess... Um, I don't get to do it anymore. It's like spirit stopped me doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, but that was, but that was the original thing that I started with, and the massage right. just came out around this on this day, this time, um, and um, basically it's just pamper parties for children's birthdays. Oh, I see. Um, so they get facials, manicures, makeup. Um, or I do a sleepover package where they have facial masks, um, pedicures, manicures, and it was just treat, um, just doing pamper treatments on them really for their actual birthday. Yeah, yeah, a lot of birthdays. <laughs> I bet that was brilliant. I bet you made some little girls' days doing that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. It was nice to see, and some children was like, they, they was really appreciative mm. of me doing that for them as mm. well and it was nice to see especially the ones that didn't have a lot of money um, yeah i did yeah. a lot of parties that didn't have a lot of money and the children that was there having them parties they really loved it mm. but you can they tell mm. how much gratitude they had mm. for having that kind of party that's brilliant. Mm, that's so nice. It evolved yeah. from from that from, service yeah. then into the massage. Where did it go from yeah. from the massage then? So the massage again. I still did the uh, princess parties yeah. and I did the um, ladies version of pamper parties as okay. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So I carried on with that till about 2018 is when I brought in the healing side of it. Um, that's when I started doing crystal healing because I was doing crystal healing on myself anyway since 2014. But then I kind of wanted to do it for others because I saw how much it helped me Yeah. Um, with my body and stuff and my mind that I kind of... I just got into it and um and I and I know I'm an intuitive healer and it was more intuition and the more I was doing massage I was already opening up to healing. Mm-hmm. Um I already did my Reiki one in two thousand and fifteen but my energy was getting stronger. So sometimes I could massage someone mm-hmm. and start doing them at the same time as me massaging them. Right. Oh, so you'd be linking in with their yeah. vibration yeah. as you're working with the healing. Them. Yeah, when yeah. they're not. Yeah, when I knew that they wasn't well. Okay. Like really unwell. Um, I used to send healing in with the massage as I was massaging right. them. Yeah. But I didn't know then that I was channeling and I was doing all this stuff. I just thought it was me and my energy <laughs> wow. that I was giving. Um. So, yeah, it was all new to me back then. Wow. So you developed then, I, I take it, the Reiki into the into the business and, um, and Yeah, it was more, any, it was energy work. So I've only actually just done my Reiki 2 um, about two months ago. <laughs> yeah. But it was more intuitive work that I've been doing. It's just, I think sometimes if you're a natural healer, I think you just get that intuition where you don't always actually need to be taught how to do Reiki. You don't really need to be taught how to... If you've got that natural ability and it's there already and your spirit guides are teaching you, sometimes I don't think you always need to do a course. Mm, I I can... You're doing it yourself. Hmm, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. there's the uh, the practitioners that do horse whispering, for example. Yeah. That's not necessarily you can guide people doing that, but it's not something you can directly teach, is it? You know, mm. it's an intuitive thing. So I should mm. imagine it's along those lines. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I think it was the crystals that were amplifying my energy so much because I used to use different ones on me all the time. Um and I think because they were amplifying me, they were amplifying my energy um, for me to be like, a, to be that intuitive healer. And that's when I started getting messages from people and spirits saying they need healing with this. They need to take this crystal home so they can carry it on at home um, and stuff like that, really. Yeah. Mm. If you think about the origins of uh, Reiki and different um, modalities, <coughs> the origins they were never taught by other people, were they? They were no. they were downloaded, they were given by, channeled by spirit, of and, course, yeah. And um, the different symbols that we use were given by spirit. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you've got a new development group as well, Emma. I believe. Do you want to talk yeah. about that? What's that about? I'm- I haven't started it yet. Oh, is that new? (laughs) Okay. That's new. off the press. um, What is it going to be about then? (laughs) It is actually a crystal development class that I've decided to do because 
there's too much. I've had a lot of stuff go on, especially after my Reiki 2. Um, I got to see a lot more. Um, and I've got to see a lot more with crystals as well. Mm. Um, not all good things. Can you tell us um, a bit about, can you tell us a bit, a bit about uh, the things that you have been able to see since your Reiki 2 yeah. then? And during that 21-day uh, process uh, after alignment. and, yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed, like, having the raking stuff. But instead of me going on the journey and seeing all of them light, yeah. I've seen all the dark stuff. And, like, everything just escalated of getting darker. Mm-hmm. Stuff in my home, me having the crash. Um and but I don't actually think it's really for my Reiki. I think it's from um, noticing what my real power is because obviously I do drumming. I've started doing. I did drumming distance healing for a bit, and I did it on someone not that long ago. And it's ever since doing that that I've been stopped. Um, oh, you say stopped? Stopped by who or what? Should I say? Um. Ne- <laughs> Um, I would say um, negative spirits. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And it hasn't been a, a very nice experience. Um, so, yeah. And it's and some of it has been coming from my home as well. Um, so, yeah, I've had to have been doing a lot of clearing and a lot of sorting out. Um, so... Yeah, different experience, I guess, than what somebody else would probably get. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess everybody's different, aren't they? You've mm. got to clear some stuff out, haven't you? It's not always all good stuff. Could yeah. it be yeah. like the shadow elements yeah. coming to the surface as well, you know, with that yeah. amount of healing that's taking place with you? Yeah, I do do a lot of psychology on myself, and I've noticed since doing my Reiki 2, I've had to go... Um, a bit deeper and I have actually got a spirit with uh, one of my spirit guides is actually a psychologist wow. so sometimes <laughs> so sometimes I'm doing psychology on myself and I'll hear something say something like you need to say it out loud to get it out of your chest and mm. it will say it will just say questions but it's me saying the questions but I don't know where the questions are coming from yeah but they've actually been helping me healing with my actual wounding, my emo- from my emotional body. Um, so really getting rid of deep emotions that have been stored, and most of it was to do with relationships. Right. Um, and and once it shifted, it kind of shifted me, and I noticed when all the crappy bad spirits that have been round they've either left or they can't touch me anymore Mm. because i haven't got the emotion (coughs) in me for them to link on to anymore yeah yeah that's right when you vibrate the vibration of love it it repels them doesn't it yeah Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think? Um, uh, sorry, because I'm going to be nosy now. I'm going to be really nosy. <laughs> Go on, Phil. Do you think <laughs> working on uh, self love and things like that? Do you think that that? Do you think personally for you that that has opened you up to receive that from other people more so now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, question. only 
only just I've noticed that with me doing stuff for myself and making myself happy and I know that I've moved because I don't think as negative as what I used to anymore with my head I feel like I can see better to the people that are true to me and that who love me the most and um, I'm starting to attract better in relationships as well. Right, that's good. Mm. Yeah, really good. Come on, come on, tell us, tell us, tell tell us. us. Fill the beans. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave us hanging or the audience. Cliffhanger. (laughs) We want, we want names. We want, we want everything. (laughs) So yeah, I have met someone. That's good. Yeah, I've attracted someone that's will treat me a lot better than what I've had in my past. Fantastic. Good. Good. Where's he from? (laughs) he doesn't actually live that far from me oh that's good oh, then. Right, okay that's good. yeah it's like i won't say it's around the corner but it's not far off right oh she's very cagey i think that's yeah. all you get in phil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i actually it was funny how i met him actually i think it was spirit or te- yeah I think spirit, I think it might have been universal-led a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, come and done some guttering on my, ha- on my house for me. Right. Oh, right. does doesn't thingy and he had a bit of an attraction towards me and I did him as well. And we just started talking as he left and then he left and I didn't think about on it and I was obviously just sorting out through some stuff. And within half an hour, he come back uh-huh. and um, asked for my number and if he'd take me out on a date. Oh, well, that's nice. nice one. So, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I just said, yeah, go on then. And we went out um, last weekend. Yeah. And it yeah. was really good. It was, yeah, it was really good. And he's a really nice person as well. Yeah. And genuine. Um, but, yeah, there's some synchronicity there's a lot of synchronicity and um he wasn't actually supposed to do the job right he was so he was actually in Hucknall but um he said someone called him out of the blue and said he needed to get to my house at 10 o'clock on the dot and he's like but I'm already at a job I can't get there and he's like no you need to go so he came and yeah that's what happened really wow yeah. oh, that's very nice a lot of nice connections yeah. there yeah. yeah yeah and usually stuff he says that isn't actually supposed to happen he says you're supposed to just get tickets and just go buy the ticket but for some reason out the blue he got the phone call to come over here so yeah he said oh. it was weird does he have um a spiritual side, Emma. Say, have, yeah. you, have you discussed that? Interested or? in what um, you're interested in? He's very interested in what it is that I do, but he isn't. He, he isn't on his spiritual path yet. Um, I think it might be me that takes him down <laughs> down that road, but he mm. is very interested. But I'm, I, we're actually going to the mind, body, and spirit on Sunday, right? Because um, he won't mind having a look around and. Is that what it's like all about? to see what I do and stuff like that. Which one are you going to, Emma? 
the is it the one at Newark or Lincoln? Newark, yeah, Newark, yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to that one. What time? Are you, what time are you getting there, Emma? So being there so nosy. Are you coming for a visit? <laughs> I think he's going to be yeah, coming along. Emma, from the sounds of it, he's going to be sizing yeah. this new uh, fella up. By the sound, going to be checking well, him out I'm, for I'm you. I'm sorry, but they have to be vetted. Well, yeah, I know his soul there, though. I have had an inkling with his soul, like, um, I know it's a bit fast but he did stay over my house and he kind of hugged me but he was obviously hugging me from behind my back and I've been having a lot of problems with my back heart chakra yeah. Yeah. like finding my back heart chakra to heal and stuff well he hugged me and my back heart chakra just kind of like opened up and exploded um, and all I saw was my green and yeah. then Ever since I've not had a bad back. Oh, oh, that's good. A bit of healing there for you as well. Yeah, so I feel like he's there to heal me and I'm there to heal him maybe. Like, he's just come on my journey. But I have noticed his energy is the same as mine. And um, when I was doing some healing on a client on Wednesday, it was really strange because I just started thinking about him. And I'm sure his soul just entered the room because I felt like his vibration. And then it entered my body to make me, because obviously I'm, unfortunately I'm still not well with my physical body. I'm better than what I was last year. Yeah. But but his energy just kind of made my energy stronger. I think it was just to lift me up. So I wasn't feeling heavy in my physical and so, yeah, just having strange experiences with it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, enjoy them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy the experiences. Know, but he doesn't know that he's that way inclined yet. Not yet, um, no. But, yeah. yeah you but do. I told him about it and he's like, all right, that sounds good. He goes, well, I did... I did go through a phase at one point when you were doing your client where I was just, like, blanked out. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, okay, it's good. You do, mm. you do sound stronger, Emma. Actually, mm. I think uh, you know from from last year, mm. you, you do yeah. sound more, yeah, more confident and stronger. So that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah well I'm a lot, I feel a lot better. I've still got something going off with my side. I'm not sure what it is, but um, I'm having my gallbladder checked soon because it might be that. Um, but yeah, I'm a lot. I'm I'm not as poorly as what I was. Mm. Um, good. And um, I just think doing all the energy work and shifting energy, I think that's what's making me better at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Learn um, that the energy body interlines with the physical. So if you're carrying negative energy about or there's blockages, it can make you poorly. Yeah. yeah I think sure. what you've described to us as well is um, what you've also done is you've started mm. to own your own truth, haven't you? And that's yeah. made a significant change in your mm. life there. So that is... That's Power really to good. you. That mm. is amazing. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. So we notice also that you do drumming baths. Can you talk us through that as well? Yeah, so I've, I've always liked, obviously, shamanic drumming, going to a shack and stuff, and I've always wanted my own drum. So mm-hmm. in 2020, I purchased one off the internet. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, and though I was, I've, I've been playing with the drum, and then I've been guided to use the drum through distance healing and stuff. 
Um, I actually, this year, at the beginning of this year, decided I want to connect to my drum properly because even though I play it and I know I can do distance healing with the and store, I felt like I needed a connection. So I went on Angie's course at the shack. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, The diploma. um, And I'm still going through it. Um, I've done all the practical stuff and that, but I'm still going through it with her. And um, for me to be able to do that, I have to do the drum baths. It's like Mm. me carrying with it, basically, so I don't forget it. Yeah, the almost, work, I suppose almost yeah. like case case studies, is it, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, can, yeah. Emma, can you tell us about the experience of that drumming course? Well, well, it's the drumming course. I think that's took me more on a journey than the Reiki. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it proper put me into like my shamanic, um, or shall I say, my native side. Um, and I remember the course is really good and she teaches you how to bless the drum, do ceremonies with the drum, um, how to connect to the drum and doing the heartbeat at the beginning so it can feel your heart and stuff and mm. it's not just about just getting a drum and drumming, it's actually yeah. about a really heart connection. It's basically because I have got that heart connection with my drum now, it's unconditional love. But with a drum, <laughs> and it sounds yeah. really weird. But no, not um, to a drummer, it doesn't. I no. love <laughs> all of my drum kits very passionately. Sometimes a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, I think I love the drum more than I do some people. To be honest, <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you do get a good boy. It did. It did open me up more, putting me on the path. I remember um, I did the blessing ceremony. Obviously, you do all this stuff in class, but I wanted mm. to do it at home. So I found some really good ancestral music. Um, I think it is called Ancestral Native American Music. Okay. Um, and I put that on and I sat there with my drum and made it look nice in a ceremony, um, candles and stuff and rose petals. And all of a sudden, I saw this woman close up to my face. She was native. She was really old, though, and she just got some black paint and kind of drawn it down my face. And okay. I was like, and that's before I even started doing the blessing ceremony. So she, like, putting me as a warrior sort of thing. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, you just go on to blessing the drum and you start drumming and stuff and um you get to find out the drum's name um my drum's name is wickitu um, okay interesting have you researched yeah. that name i was gonna say what does the name yeah. mean emma um i don't know no i've not researched it i'm, I'm, go- I'm, about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it now Oh, um, we could, we could talk, talk, eh? keep, talking. keep talking, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I've just had, a, and you do self-healing with the drum, which I, I've loved the self-healing with my drum. Mm. Uh, it's brought me to stay in a high, in a higher vibrational energy. Um, does a lot of clearing of the physical and the um, emotional and spiritual body. She she's even done heart chakra healing on me 
as well. Mm. And I was healing on the drum and put crystals on her and stuff. And I do chukare my drum quite a lot. Mm. So she's a little clearing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but the more we've connected, the more I've got to see my own actual power with her and what it is that I actually do. Um, especially when I do distance healing with her. She's um, obviously she does her own thing, but I do mine as well. And I get to see a lot in, in what's happening with it in my head and stuff. So what does that entail then, the distance healing with the drum? How does yeah. that work with a client? <clears throat> so I basically have a set up, so I already have a healing mat. Okay. And I, and I will put music on in the background um, just to amplify the energy. But I also use crystals, so I put all of it in one, basically. Yeah. Um, so I'll do the chakras um, with my pendulum first. Um, is that to drum, let, let you know which ones need working on? Yeah, yeah. I kind of when you do it with the drum, though, it's a lot different. Okay, um, the pendulum I found is very light into knowing what the chakras are actually doing. When you go through the chakras with the drum, the drum goes deeper than the pendulum. So, even if that chakra says that it's okay. It's actually not, <laughs> and it's got, and it's hiding something even deeper in. Oh, okay. So the drum will take it out, and then I make sure I put um, the happiness vibration, love vibration back in, so it's not left empty. Yeah, fill it back up. Um, yeah, but it's basically when you drum in, you'll be able, you can tell by the sound of the drum which chakras are and which chakra is okay. Yeah, that disharmony with the, the frequencies. Yeah, and but I can also feel it as well. I, unfortunately, I get to feel the energy of all the chakras on my arm. So on my arm that I'm holding my drum in, yeah. um, I get to feel it in the arm. And sometimes it's really heavy stuff. And I'm like, wow, where my arm just drops and goes heavy. And I'm like, okay, that's heavy. Something laid there. And then sometimes I'll get words by spirit or my soul will say something like, it's heavy because there's stored anger there. Or if it's a solar plexus, mainly it's anger. Yeah. Um, and, or it's something from the inner child that they've not worked on yet. And then I have to write everything down on a piece of paper so I could tell the client after because I'll voice note it all. Right, and okay. It always resonates with them. Um, I've had quite a good um, feedback from quite a few people that I've done it with. And But the distance healing was actually meant for um, people that were passing over. All right. Oh, okay. That's it wasn't really meant for... Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it for people that were living, yeah. Oh, so how does that work then? That's an interesting uh, angle that you have there. Passover mm, healing, yeah. mm. is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Yeah, so basically... Almost like I, soul mid, midwifery, is that the term? Mm, yes. Yeah, it would be, mm. Glenn, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes, it is. I'll say that again, I didn't hear you. Oh, soul midwifery. Almost, oh, right. almost like that. It sounds yeah. like what you're doing there with the drum. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I used to 
do it with my crystals originally, um, distance healing, doing it with the crystals and just sending out healing energy. Um, I've been doing it a long time, but I just don't, I just never used to post everything on Facebook, what I used to do. <laughs> I used to keep it quite secret. Um, and then um, as I come into the, when I got the drum in 2020, I did, um carry on doing it but it's a lot stronger now um since doing the workshop well since doing Angie's course you get mm-hmm. to see a lot I could see anyway um um before I did Angie's course I know there was a um a little boy he's not here anymore but he was suffering really bad with uh, brain um damage and they okay. wanted to turn Gina off and odd times I would go in and have a look what was going on, give him energy healing, because um, my soul kind of goes to the room where the person is, or they'll take the soul somewhere so it's safe for me to do the healing on. Um, and um, basically sometimes I used to make it so it was it was basically the drugs that they were giving him that were causing him most of the problem. Mm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I used to, it used to clean the drugs out. So then the parent could see what was going off <clears throat> in that moment to then work out stuff to keep him alive. Okay. Um, mm. But in the end, they had in the end they did turn his machine off and I didn't know but the last time I did healing on him um I saw his I got to see his face in the sky you know like a cloud yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah, I get to see that sometimes and it's really nice so I knew that he passed um that he'd already gone before they even switched the machine off and that was a combination of the the shamanic drum work and also the crystal yeah, that you put the there crystal. and the intentions that helped yeah. that. I think the drumming then was just was just a frequency to help me to see more what was happening yeah. in the room and I was asking guides to do healing work on them and him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've I'd just done a Passover healing. Oh, when was it? Was it? June, I think it was June, okay. um, on someone, and this was like after finishing my course with Ange, and um, this time it was it was more intense, <laughs> and um, but this time it really geared me up into knowing right now I know what my true power is and what I should be doing, and um, this healing work was. Um, of someone who who had cancer, and um, and they wasn't actually going to live very long. Didn't have long left, but I didn't know that. Um, and I went in with my drum this um, a lot better this time than I did the other time. And the drum can kind of tell you things as well about the body, like what is going on with it. Um, and you can ask questions as well, like you would with a pendulum. 
Okay. And you can ask the drum the same things and you'll get a yes or a no answer, the different beats. Um, so, yeah, and um, so I did the chakras and cleared their chakras. And then when I got to the um, solar plexus, um, my guide just turned around and said to me, you're going to be doing a inner child healing. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. So it was actually a journey in. Um, mm. So I had to take the, they put me in a setting in a field of a bath. And I had, I've got two native guides. I've got a girl and a, a man, shamanic man. They took me in a field with this bath and then her soul, just her body came out sat in the bath of crystals and then a soul came out of the body and then a child came and then I had to do a journey. So I was doing a meditation and obviously I'm at home saying it out loud <laughs> and drumming at the same time. So it's like I was doing a trance meditation with this soul to heal her in a child. And then, and then all of a sudden, um, the soul started using my body to get out her, their emotions. It was really strange and it was really weird. Um, but it was very releasement for that soul's healing. Um, and I had to stop drumming for a bit because obviously I was crying. Um, and then, um, once that had finished, they then took her back into the bath and then back into the hospital um, bed where they was and did some other things, more work. Um, I had to do a clearing of a negative being that was attached to her uh, to get rid of that. And, um, yeah, so I've... Um, so, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that's mm. been happening with my healings. And then all of a sudden I've gone from doing Passovers to now doing doing people that are actually still alive and there's not that much wrong yeah, with them. Like, yeah. they, like they found out basically about this healing that I did on someone. And then, yeah, it's just I've started doing it on people now. That's good. And then, yeah. But the drum baths are different. Um, the drum baths are just um, me having a group of people um, and putting them into a meditation, a guided meditation, and while they're meditating, obviously I go over the body with the drum, so they're having a mini healing at the same time. Um, and then I bring them back out of meditation and then they just tell me what journey they've been on while they was under. Mm -hmm. right. The distance healing sounds really quite powerful. Mm. Do you have, yeah, do you have many people like since that then Emma, since you did that healing, do you have, do you have many people coming now and saying, can you do this for me? Can you, has it, uh, has it become busy for you? Um, yeah, it has, it has a bit. I'd like to do more distance healing. I'm actually more protected <laughs> when I yeah. do distance healing. Mm. And I see, I can actually see a lot more stuff 
around that one person than I can when I'm with them face to face. Um, so it's strange, and mm. it's a lot. It's a lot better. I do enjoy the distance healing. Um, I like it a lot. But yeah, I've had. Um, I've actually had a few clients um, since doing that healing come to me and say, with um, obviously the, the person that I know it is, they've recommended me, and I've just had quite a few things from that person. Yeah, really. yeah. Mm. So, Good. So the distance healing, um, how does this work? Do you set a, a specific time with that client and you just tell them to maybe, I don't know, just um, rest so like, in a yeah, certain the room? Pro the process. Yeah. Or do you have uh, like an online, like a video sort of thing? Or how does that work? No, basically I just say to them, because they don't need to be on the phone or anything like okay. that, because I go in the room anyway and so does my guide. So I get to see stuff anyway, um, but they can just relax on the bed. Um, I have started actually sending the music. So if there's a certain music that I need to play in the background, obviously it's from YouTube, but I get guided what music to play. I will send them the music so they can listen to it too. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. So it helps yeah. them to chill out as well more. So basically, yeah. I set up a time with them. It can take, I generally do it up to an hour. Um, sometimes Passovers are longer, like the last Passover that I did, that was two and a half hours. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because you just had, they just had so much stuff. And they did actually pass over the next day. And I found out that yeah. that's the only healing that they wanted to do before they passed over. And I think it was meant for me to do. Right. Um, I, I should imagine that yeah. each case has a different merit, doesn't it? It yeah. depends yeah. on where that it's soul different. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's everybody is totally different and have, everybody's got totally different stuff to shift and work with. Um, but yeah, generally I say it's up to an hour. And um, sometimes I might go over ten minutes. It all depends on what it is that I'm doing because I don't know until I start going in. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be a long process. Um, and, yeah, I just, say, I just say to them, when they've got a period of time, we book a time where they're free, not doing anything, not getting distracted. They basically go to bed or lay on the sofa. Um and just um they just get to chill out and go to sleep and then i do all the work of what's going on and they do feel things i've had a couple of people um feel sensations around them even feel me feel, feel <coughs> me touch them um wow. i remember i did healing on um richard um urban yeah. warlock yeah i think yeah. interviewed him i've done um distance healing on him and he actually saw me in the room wearing a white dress <laughs> wow. um, I was like oh really oh okay um, they say you could have uh, wiped your feet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't know what I didn't know that he just he just reported back to me what he sees so they see things yeah. you see and yeah. feel things yeah. and I remember one um, client I was it was my case study and um, they've always had a problem with their back. And they, and they said, as it started, it felt like someone grabbed both of her legs and just 
pulled one of them and it put a back back in place. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it can be, um, yeah. And I feel like that is my path of, it is what I want to go down on, but I've got that many stuff going on at the minute because there's another, um, since my Reiki attunement, I've learned that I can do um, elemental Reiki as well, I call it. Yeah. Because it's all the same. So, yeah. Very good, okay. yeah. Quite a collection there. Mm. Building up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're coming up for only a couple of minutes left, aren't we? Oh, already? Yeah, uh, yeah it's gone quick. So, Emma, um, what's happening for you next? Where can people find you? Are you uh, out and about anywhere? Um, yes, I'm at a Mind, Body and Spirit on the 17th of September at Kirkby Leisure Centre. Um, that's with Jane Osborne. And then I'm at Jew and Lou events on yeah. the 23rd, 24th of September, Mind, Body and Spirit. So people can find me and talk to me there. Now, if I remember then, rightly, that's the Bowls Over one, isn't it? Yeah, it is the yeah. Bowls Over one, yeah. Um, and then obviously I've got my Facebook page, Pure Pampered, mm-hmm. Pure Human. And then I know it's a different name, but on, on Instagram, I am Pure Healing with Emma because I was supposed to change that on Facebook, but Facebook won't let me. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I've had to leave it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, just Facebook and Instagram really is all I've got. I've not got a website and. Um, um, and my phone number is on there and stuff, so they can always get my number from Facebook okay. and contact me if they want an appointment or talk to me about yeah. anything, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Brilliant. Good. Thank you, Emma. It's been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Glenn, any la- Ooh. Yes. Any last words? <laughs> Was that your last year then, Phil? Uh, <laughs> yes, I found that fascinating. Uh, so thank you, Emma. I, I really enjoyed hearing about the drumming, obviously, yeah. with being a drummer. Mm. Uh, my ears went up. Um, but interesting mm. to hear how you worked with that on a distance healing uh, modality there. Um, obviously, you know that I perform and do gigs, and I've noticed with doing that in life situations that the amount of energy exchange that occurs with the audience and the actual environment after playing the drums is phenomenal so i can only assume with you doing the distance healing at that level would have a profound impact on the client like you've um shared with us this evening so thank you so much for sharing that yeah and you sound like you're doing really well emma there and you're sounding really strong and and you know what you want to do so nice to hear that um hear how things have changed for for you emma and how you've developed further since we spoke mm. to you last it really is you can nice. hear that growth there definitely emma mm. yeah thank you thank you very much you're welcome yeah. so any last words from you emma we've got about 10 seconds um <laughs> i can't think of anything now other uh, than goodbye uh, <laughs> other than goodbye any more <laughs> any wise words words of wisdom anyway oh. words of wisdom just go out and be you be free and enjoy life perfect that'll do nicely thank you. Oh, I like yeah. that. thank you thank you emma lovely to speak to you thank you glenn thank you juliet juliet lovely you, to Phil. have you back you, we really did miss you last oh. time um 
Thank you. I will see you uh, later. I will see you later. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll see you in a little while. <laughs> three, seconds. three seconds. Namaste, everybody. Namaste. Here we go. Bye bye. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page.